Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. My name is Ruthie. This is Jami. So let's talk about cultural appropriation. I'm against it. Oh, very good. Very I have good. a lot to say about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, this was an, uh, sub- a subject that I wanted to talk about for a while, but nothing really urged me to do it. But uh, Ruti was sharing this link from 2017 about mm-hmm. this one guy uh, who claimed, who's a white boy, by the way, mm-hmm. who claims to be Filipino. It's a what? white boy. It's Filipino, which is cool and all. Like you can see your, you know, you you feel like you you. What's the word I'm looking for? Like you, you, you identify more with Filipinos, or you feel comfortable around Filipino culture. Hey, it's great. Yeah. We eat a lot of food. Mm-hmm. Um, we love to karaoke. We love to laugh, even when something's miserable. Something miserable is happening. People are laughing, but you know, continue. Like Albert, continue. Yeah. <laughs> what else does this guy think? <laughs> Why does he think he's Filipino? No, for exactly what you said. Like he, he loves the culture and he tries to do everything Filipinos do. I guess so. According to him, that's enough to say that oh, I'm Filipino. No, that is not enough, buddy. No, no. Yeah, you or can, to say that you're racially Filipino, that's not the same thing. It's not the same. It's not the same. Yeah. You know, he calls himself uh, Jadu. His real name is Adam. First of all, Jadu. Well, whatever. First of all, yeah, Jadu. Jadu is like, that is not a Filipino name. Yeah, and Filipinos have weird names, and Jadu is yeah. not one of them not that I'm aware of. Jadu is definitely not one of them. Like, we're like the only, I think, Asian race that looks Asian. And then we have Spanish last names. So it's very confusing. If you're not confused with our names and how we look, well, then again, I guess that, that applies to him then. Because like you see a white boy and his name is Jadu, then you're like confused. So I guess it's be- like being Filipino. <laughs> but, but Jadu doesn't even sound like, like a slang Filipino name. I'm scanning through the article. Did, did he actually legally change his name to Jadu? He did. Oh, there we go. Has he ever lived in the Philippines? No. Jesus Christ. He doesn't speak the language. He's only ever learned, and, and this is according to him, to an interview. Um, he he was telling the interviewer that he watched hours and hours of um, History Channel documentaries about Filipinos and about the Philippines. So, mm-hmm. therefore, and he loves the food and he loves the songs. He really feels like he mm-hmm. he vibes to them. So, I guess because of those three things, he watches the History Channel about the Philippines. That makes him Filipino. Oh, and he drives around in a tuk-tuk, by the way, in Florida. Yeah. Is he a nurse? <laughs> he won't go for the stereotype now, Javi. Is he an X-ray technician? Is he an X-ray technician? We're not driven in the Philippines. Yeah. We drive tricycles in the yeah. Philippines, not tuk-tuks. Right, right. That's probably all he can afford. It's yeah. like, okay, this will have to do. Another question, where is he from? <laughs> He's from New Orleans, right? I believe. It was in New Orleans. Not Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Is there a lot of Filipinos in New Orleans? Like Apparently, they are. Because remember, the first yeah, Filipino, yeah. the fil- first Filipinos came here in, in the West Coast in California, yeah, right. and then they migrated to New Orleans. Okay, mm-hmm. they settled there. Yeah. Another Before question. New Orleans was America. Another question. Have <laughs> any of his quote unquote Filipino friends volunteered to go on the video and say, "Yeah, I vouch for this guy." <laughs> yeah, this is cool. He say that he has Filipino friends. He doesn't say that he he even speaks. The language he's never even been to the Philippines. Nothing, mm. nothing about this guy. Any quotes from like is it any quotes from his hospital Filipino friend say yeah yeah. Uh, nothing. Ja, what's his name? Ja Rule. Ja Rule. cool. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, so there is such a thing as like saying, "Oh, so and so is an honorary black yeah. guy," you know, whatever. Yeah. 
Well, maybe that's not the best example, but you know, so it's, so it's an ordinary <laughs> Asian yeah. or whatever. Yeah, well, I think they're... like when when I was in high school here, like most of my friends were from the Indian subcontinents. Like I had an Indian a friend from India, a friend mm-hmm. from Pakistan, a friend from Bangladesh, and we were like our own little group. And like I would listen to, we would listen to Hindi and Punjabi music, and like um, all the and watch Bollywood movies and like they would dress me up in in uh, sari or like hanga and like all the traditional stuff and like teach me how to dance so they would call me like the art honorary indian friend like things like that like you're absorbing their culture you're appreciating it but this guy is just totally saying no i appreciate it so therefore i am racially filipino and also transracial transracial really and also uh as an asian american there's a lot of asian youths here in the states and also overseas, that are very into hip hop, very into black culture and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, they dress, they rap, hip hop, and all that stuff. But I don't think there's any examples. And if there were examples, I would say I would, I would, you know, I would, I would, you know, speak out against it. I don't think anybody's ever ever said, you know, hey, uh, I'm black because I'm into you know hip hop culture and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like you know, well, right. they get made fun of for for acting like they're black when yeah. they're not. Yeah, but the thing is, mm-hmm. acting in a certain way, speaking in a certain way is, is is unto itself. But what Ruthie was saying, what this guy is saying, he's using terms like transracial. I'm born white, but my, my heart, my soul is, is Filipino. That's just... I that's, identify as Filipino. Yeah, that's taking it way too far. Course, he's going to say that he's Asian Pacific Islander, which physically yeah. he's not. So he he doesn't even... And then what this newscaster was commenting yeah. about, um, you'll actually... It was in my um, Instagram stories the other day. Um, she was saying she's a Filipino newscaster, and she was saying, "You're if he. I mean, it's great if somebody appreciates our culture. It's great if somebody identifies with our culture. But to say that you racially are, are you know, Filipino, is kind of diminishing the fact that we still have um, issues with discrimination ourselves that we face mm-hmm. on a daily basis, which he will never get because he's physically white." And there's, again, there's nothing against, you know, white people appreciating our culture or different cultures across the world. Right. But when you're saying, when you're taking advantage of the fact, and because of because of the fact that you your soul identifies with our culture, well, you haven't really gone through the suffering and pain that our that our forefathers have been through, or you, or even now because of the color of your skin. So you can't really say that you racially identify because it's not the same. I can't believe he's never even been to the Philippines. He couldn't. Exactly. Yeah, I couldn't just get like a plane ticket and go down. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll give you this. At least he didn't try to sound like he has a Filipino accent. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Yeah. Thank yeah, God. Thank God. <laughs> that would be horrible. Because he doesn't have actual <laughs> Filipino friends. He doesn't know what the accent sounds like. <laughs> I don't know. They'll be like, they'll be like, they'll be like Madonna going to the UK, and then she's like starting to have like an English accent, you know, or British accent. This guy sounds. This guy sounds like a weirdo and stuff like that. You said this. This was in 2017. Uh, The report was in 2017. I wonder if. Am I trying to find him on Instagram or Facebook? See if he still identifies as Filipino. No, I guess I could look, but no. Nah. Okay. Uh, on on a similar similar point, uh, there's this uh, Washington D.C. wine bar. That had the name Barcada as mm-hmm. the name of a wine bar. You know, mm-hmm. it's owned by. Or white owned. Yeah. Uh, Barcada in, in Tagalog is like a slang word. Is it slang or is it actual, actual the word? It's, it's. I thought it was a slang. But it's anyways. Like a slang, but it became a word. It became a word. Okay. So yeah. a, a Barcada in, in Tagalog, in Filipino, is 
a group of close friends. Mm -hmm. oh, that, that, that's my and barcada. Like friends yeah. for life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My BFS, my barcada, my group. It'd be like a uh, click, you know. It'd be like, it'd be like a posse. Yeah. Uh, in Chinese, it'd be the shongdi. Okay, there we go. That, that expression. So you got like four white men, mm -hmm. and they decided to have a wine bar, mm -hmm. and then they're going to name it barcada. <laughs> First of uh, are all, they how, Filipino wineries yeah. or <laughs> how dare you? I'm sure. I'm sure That's one. Those, we don't make wine. <laughs> I'm sure one of those white boys really? at some point did a Filipino girl in college. So I think that's the connection. I think that's oh, what well, that, that makes it okay. Yeah, right? that makes it okay. A Filipino girl. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> no, Thank but you. you know, but I get it. I get it. It's actually kind of nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. It's actually a good idea to name like a restaurant or a place called Barcada because you mm -hmm. know, you know, it's a group of friends come yeah. to our place. Yeah. But the point is, is that they don't even serve Filipino food or drinks. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. come on. Yeah, I do. I don't. I don't agree with this because words do have meaning. Words do have power. You know what I mean? They mm -hmm. they mean something. That they mean something to people and stuff. You can't just random. You can't just uh, Google something. You know, hey, what's a synonym for uh, what do you call it? Uh, brotherhood in in different languages. And you can just come. You just can't. You know, you just can't do that. You know what I mean? I mean, why not call it brotherhood? Yeah. So so one of the original. Hey. One of the original response from the from one of the people who made this place uh, said that it didn't matter if our name was in a different language or not. I didn't want to call it posse, homies, or click. Jesus Christ! I mean, we just but, said why not call it brotherhood? Yeah, right. Just because it's not called homies doesn't yeah. mean it, it's less egregious. Yeah. yeah. So, but now uh, because of the pushback, they are apparently. They should just said, you know, because one of us isn't black, we couldn't call it posse. We couldn't call it uh, 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 a group. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it just sounds bad. It's just all this is bad. They couldn't like come yeah. up with a more creative yeah. word or or name for their bar, right? As a group of friends, yeah. they had to take it from another language. No, but that, that that's that that point of cultural appropriation. Yeah. They're they're using it for their own purposes without actually mm -hmm. respecting what that what the uh, without having the authority, I guess, mm -hmm. to actually use the word or even paying homage to the name. Yeah. Like there's no like the na the name of the bar was just Barcada without even. Without even like uh, a nod to yeah. this is what it means. We got it from here. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe they can give a story like, oh, we visited the Philippines and we learned about this word and it really bonded us together. And mm -hmm. therefore, like we took this and we wanted to um, help people identify with or or like at least learn about the name the Philippines. And did one uh, of you guys name. at least grow up in the Philippines? Nope. Did you guys? What of you guys vacation in the Philippines? Nope. I, I, I would say the minimum that the minimum requirement is to have like Filipino decorations, yeah. Filipino menus mm -hmm. on the damn place. It's called mm -hmm. Barcada. That's your, the minimum. Is That's your minimum. chef? Is your sous chef of, of Filipino descent? Anything? <laughs> Give us something. Do they have yeah. San Miguel beer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't really have a lot of wines in the Philippines in the first place. Sure. Which is yeah, located? Nice but, Washington but, DC. Lot Filipinos. <laughs> now the, the, <laughs> the most the most recent news apparently is that they're they are gonna go ahead and change the name. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. there you go. Yeah, so they're finally changing the name. Maybe they can finally call themselves. Going, going back to what I said, Shondi. They will call it the same thing in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna culturally <laughs> appropriate something else. Another language. Yeah. Another <laughs> language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the whole culture. Like going back to Jadu and whatnot. Uh, like for a lot of anime fans. Who are really like white anime fans who are really into Japanese culture because mm -hmm. of anime? Like, there's mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a word that describes it. They call them like uh, like Weibo, oh okay, or whatever, mm -hmm. right? You know. So so the thing is though is that I think for a lot of anime fans they want to be Japanese, but they're not going to be saying I'm Japanese. Mm -hmm. 
Like, like mm-hmm. most of yeah. them I know, they will never say that. Oh, I, I'm Japanese, yeah. but they will say, right. I'm a, I'm a, "I love Japanese culture. I yeah. wish I was in Japan. Yeah. I wish I was born Japanese." But mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever heard of a Weibo say, "I'm Japanese." Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's like me. Well, like when Jadu was saying, "Oh, I love Filipino food, but I love the music. Like, I love sushi. Am I? Can I just say I'm Japanese because I love sushi? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I love a certain kind of music. Can I say like I'm?" part of that country I'm, I'm like a citizen of that country because i like their music like uh that's that's a, stra- a very strange statement it's a, going a little overboard yes so not, not not just focusing on filipino asian stuff here uh also recently logan square popsicle vendor ditches a paleta style cart after neighbors slammed him from appropriating latino culture so he had an ice cream mm-hmm. popsicle cart that's kind of very similar to what you will find in mexico and whatnot Right mm-hmm. and and here's the debate though: Is this really cultural appropriation? It's just a cart though, right? Isn't it? Is what he's serving, educate me. Is what he's serving uh, Latino style popsicles and stuff like that. No, it's just popsicles look like. Oh, I don't know. I, and to be honest, I'm not the one to make this call. If we had any Latin friends and stuff, I maybe ask one. I though. guess it's called yeah. peachy, right? The, the the little cart's called peachy, non dairy, vegan, organic popsicles, mm-hmm. right? And mm. it's in a cart that looks very similar to what you will find in, in Latino neighborhoods. Now, yeah. I didn't know that's particularly only for Latinos. Yeah, I don't know. I don't so I don't know what to say about I this. I think anybody honestly. can push a cart around that's iced. Yeah. You know, ice, anybody can push an ice chest around. Oh, well, one of the comments here was like, do you understand the cultural significance of paletas? Paletas, I'm guessing. And the amount Paleta. of... I think it's, it is paletas. Sure. It's sure. paletas, I think. Okay. Again, we, we need more land. We need some land friends. <laughs> Do you understand the cultural <laughs> significance of paletas and the amount of hardship and work it has taken the pal- paleteros of our community to bring this every day in sweltering heat to support their families? Can you all stop gentrifying for five minutes? I kind of agree with that. Like, you know, it, it it is a cultural thing. It's kind of like, you know, with our mm-hmm. dirty ice cream in the Philippines. Like, imagine mm-hmm. if you see a white boy like walking around the neighborhood pushing a dirty a dirty ice cream cart mm-hmm. looking thing. And by the way, folks, it's called dirty ice cream because it's on the street. It's not actually dirty. Yeah. But yeah, can you imagine like if somebody else was who's not Filipino is pushing it around and you know it, it does take away from their businesses of their communities. And I think that's what like, cultural appropriation takes a nod towards. If it's if somebody who's not from that culture is taking away from um, that community's uh, benefit then that is cultural ap- appropriation. But is this dude, is this dude uh, kind of well-to-do and stuff like that? I mean, he's not, he, what do you he, he has a bike shop. He has a bike shop? Yeah, know. apparently because because he's getting a lot of threats and concerns for his safety because of this, mm-hmm. uh, he's hoping to just transition to his bike shop. Okay. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying, it's it's just a, uh, it's just a freezer cart kind of situation yeah. I mean I'm looking at the design the design of the cart is not exactly like wouldn't say it's appropriating kind of uh, what do you call it culture any, yeah any culture right I mean Peachy. but you're like you're saying neither one neither one of us are Latinos yeah. so I don't know how sensitive this really is yeah. but honestly yeah. I don't see the problem and I apologize but I, I don't yeah I don't ultimately I do feel like the, the community that, uh, that's possibly appropriate should speak for itself yes that's my thing Yes, so I'll I'll refer to them for yeah. for experts, not us. Sure. But I'm just saying the news here. Sure. Um, a rapper gets flack for cultural appropriation field music video. Hmm. So you have a bunch of black people, uh, men and women, who are essentially wearing like 
like Chinese uh, outfits, I- Chinese clothes, mm-hmm. and oh, no. <laughs> they're in front of a Laotian uh, mm-hmm. Buddhist temple. Mm-hmm. And I guess they also had some yellow face going on here while performing a music video. And I'm like thinking, really, oh, people? No. Really? <laughs> what year is this from? Uh, this is from this year. Learned? Really? <laughs> wow, wow. That's, that's pretty offensive, yeah. This looks like a Mortal Kombat, a, Mortal bad, Kombat. a bad Mortal Kombat movie video. I, I know a lot of like uh, African-Americans are really in love with, with Asian culture and whatnot. I mean, mm-hmm. Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. The Wu-Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. Are we going to call them Asian <laughs> uh, culture appropriation? I don't know. But the yeah, thing but is, they never dressed up, you know what I mean? Did they? I don't think they did. They have kung fu stuff. Have they though? Are those homages or are they kind of dressing up? Well, that's the thing though. Back then, we considered those homages. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But but the final uh, another example actually. You know what? Uh, what do you call, what's her name now? Uh, the girl from No Doubt, Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Remember that whole album that the she Harajuku just, thing? Yeah, exactly. That it's all about timing and all that stuff. And who, I don't know. It's, it's it's weird. But I do feel like in 2020, I think everybody should just. Chill out with it. Well, at least her, at least Wesafari's Harajuku girls were actually Japanese. Yeah, that's one. But did she have to dress dress up as a Japanese girl? Yeah, Yeah. it was one of those things where she said that she was uh, inspired by Harajuku culture. She felt Japanese. She felt transracial. (laughs) 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 So she didn't. She didn't like say it was hers. She was saying where it was from and with Harajuku district was you know was from in Tokyo and actually brought that area recognition throughout the world. It did. It did. It did. Uh, one of the comments here for this situation is for the billionth time, Asian culture is not your aesthetic. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's not to be fetishized. Yes. And essentially, that's kind of what it is. Like, like, like uh, African-Americans, they already have a rich culture. Mm-hmm. They don't have to try and accommodate, uh, appropriate another rich culture that Asians have. The whole world actually appropriates black culture because everybody's rapping. Everybody's mm-hmm. wearing hip-hop clothing. Um, athleisure, uh, streetwear—you know—and that's all because of black culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a rapper based in Connecticut, USA. Yeah, that's, oh, that's so Asian. <laughs> yeah. Of uh, course, it is Connecticut. Now, on the flip side here, uh, African American woman doing an Irish dance—do you consider that culture I, appropriation? I um, she was accused of cultural ap- appropriation, but it's—it's it's not like she's. She was explaining this, and she was saying it's not like she is trying to say that this is her culture. She's saying that it's an appre- she learned the dance because she appreciated, she loved the dance so much that she wanted to be, uh, she wanted to be able to do it too. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she studied with in uh, river dance, uh, not river dance. Uh, she studied Irish dancing in Irish classes. You know, it's not like she got so good that the River Dance Company actually invited her to, to dance with them. Yeah. Dancing, for the most part, I don't think really the idea. There's a there's an origin to where it's from, but you're not you don't have to be a Latina to do the pasa doble, mm-hmm. right? Dancing with the Stars exists, mm-hmm. right? And you have multiple cultures doing multiple dances mm-hmm. from different cultures, and nobody really right. bats an eye. And I think this falls under mm-hmm. that. And also, in some of these cases, as far as appropriate, there's a sort of a power dynamic too. You I know, know what I mean? Tangle perfect. What I'm saying is, like, there's some power dynamics. African-American communities, black communities have not had the most, like, you know, easiest history in the last few hundred years. You know what I mean? So there's a power dynamic. You know what I mean? So there's that, too. You know, if they take a couple things from an Irish community, it's not that big a deal. But but if it goes the other way, it feels like uh, white people are punching down when they take other black people's stuff. You know what I mean? There's, there's There's that as well. Yeah. On this other, on this other point of news, uh, Marnie, 
Are you familiar with Marnie, Ruthie? It's a fashion thing. Yeah, yeah, the um, the brand. The brand. Okay, so I guess now they're being criticized for for having like uh, models dress up as. I don't know what you would call this, but I guess it's supposed to be like inspired by. I don't know. I don't even call this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You see it? Mm. It's like uh, mm. the Marnie had a campaign titled "Jungle Mood." That's certainly a for choice. their Fraya sandals oh. and other new accessories they posted on their Instagram feed. What are we trying to capture with that title, "Jungle Mood"? That seems kind of there is a racist tone that is yeah. undermining the black models and their history in the imagery. Mm. So I have no idea. One image even displayed a black man with chains on his ankles. Wait, what? No, it does kind of look like they're going it's for like Af- they're like, it's like they're going for African slave culture. It almost looks like yeah. That doesn't seem like a good idea. I, I'm, I'm a. That I'm is a, not a great idea at all. I'm gonna go against this. I'm gonna stick out against. I'm, I'm <laughs> but I heard the fashion designer is actually. Wait, where does it? It's say actually Jaw Rule. Ja no, Duke. he's uh, from. Uh, hmm. Yeah, the campaign is somewhat remnant of the slave trade from the shores of Africa. Yeah, not good. Okay. Not good. Uh, what was intended to be a campaign that celebrated the beauty of the Afro-Brazilian culture through the perspective of a, oh. of a Brazilian photographer, Edgar Azevedo. So he's not even African-American. He's Brazilian mm-hmm. doing doing this. Okay. Well, hold on. That's a photographer. Well, yeah, but that's, but what, I mean, the, that's what, what the fashion uh, is is, uh, is uh, coming from. Yeah. But my question is, how many of the people who actually designed the clothes? I know you're based on photography, but at some point, some a, a designer has to go in and design the clothes. How right. many of those designers, how many people who made the decisions to what clothes gets made are of African descent? You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I want to know. How many people in the in this company's right. like, board of directors, how many of the managers, produce, uh, you know what I mean, are of African descent? That would be my question. How yes. many How many of the customers can act, are of African descent who can even afford these clothes? Yeah. Correct. Correct. I, I think they understood they um uh, it says right here one of the commenters says don't just remove the racist photos the whole campaign needs to be removed did they, does it say here that they're gonna not do this anymore not be racist <laughs> not be racist well hopefully <laughs> fingers crossed just don't be racist that's my hope for all companies actually okay alright I don't see it here just why don't we dancing. just all stop doing what we're doing right. stop being racist yeah, yeah. stop being racist <laughs> So stop being racist. Yeah, stop being racist. Okay, let's see. Uh, a couple more here. No, let's let's end with that. I what, what, what's funny was that when I was looking up this this uh, cultural appropriation stuff, I put on images because I'm looking for an image for the the Instagram show notes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katy Perry popped up. Oh, okay. And then and oh. then there's this article that says five reasons Katy Perry is pop music's worst cultural appropriator. <laughs> this is a <laughs> article from 2014, but apparently at one point. She was in a pool eating watermelon. I don't know if that's considered really. I think that's. I think that's California, where she's from. A, a beach weather kind of a vibe. All right. I well, I mean, because yeah. it's, it's an African American stereotype with watermelon. I understand yeah. that. Is I'm saying. Because of what she, yeah. She did to her hair. Yeah, she did cornrows in her hair, right? And mm-hmm. and that's a debate whether it's appropriation yeah. or not. That I agree with. Uh, she dressed up as like a Japanese. That I agree with. Geisha yeah. looking person, oh, I yeah. guess. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I actually agree with. Yeah. It's done. She had like what? 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 You put that in your in your teeth? Crunks or is that what's it called? Oh yeah, yeah. The, oh, the, the thing. Yeah. Grills? grills. Grills. She had yeah, grills yeah. in her, in that thing where she was she was dressed up as an Egyptian queen, mm-hmm. and then and like, horse, which, yeah. <laughs> strike one, <laughs> and then the girl strike two. Yeah, uh, that all that stuff I agree with. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and then she had, I don't know, she had that. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Carrie, Carrie, Perry, apparently. So, stop, yeah. stop doing oh, what you're doing. Coachella, she yeah. wore, she, um, she wore Native American like dresses. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, stop I, it, Katy Perry from 2014. I'm sure she was innocent about about doing that stuff, and maybe somebody should have educated her about this. Yeah. But mm-hmm. so hopefully, hopefully when you see her next time, she'll be a lot more uh, sensitive with this matter. I think it's. I think we're at a point in 2020. I think everybody sh- should kind of like you know stop worrying. Ever you know other like that rap video, that person in Connecticut had, has no excuse. But I think we're. I think we're all in agreement. Mm-hmm. You know, don't dress as Japanese. Don't do blackface. You know what I mean? Just don't do stop. yellow face. Don't do yellow face. You know, <laughs> stop. Everybody just stop doing what they're doing. Yeah, just like black. find your own culture. Yeah. Find your own vibe. <laughs> find your own personal statement. You know what I mean? In the future where, where there is no more white, black, or Latino or whatever, everybody's like mixed and there's like one race. You know, thousands of years in the future. That sounds Maybe boring. dead. That <laughs> Maybe <sounds> dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When we've all intermixed so much that we just become one one race exactly exactly i mean technically we are one race we're the human race yes yes one culture how about that all one right culture. all right thanks for listening uh my name is albert you can find me on twitter and instagram at albert 5x5 and my name is ruthie you can find me on instagram at ruthie grace 13 that's r-u-t-h-y-g-r-r-a-c-e-1-3 and also on you can find my cats on ruthie's cats on instagram as well and you can find me on Twitter, uh, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-O-U. Uh, leave, a vo- leave a comment on our Twitter page, our Instagram page, Facebook, or website. Uh, leave a voicemail if you dare. Head over to uh, who, what, where's, where it comes up. Yeah. Head well over said. to <laughs> if you want to. So, uh, Albert, uh, you know, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> uh, if you want to show your support. Sounds like I possessed by Jadu. <laughs> if you want to show your support, uh, there are free options. Head over to whowhatworsby.com slash support to find out how. Uh, support Black Lives Matter. Music has been provided by the White Axis. All the links and information can be found on whowhatworsby.com as well as the show note. Before we go, uh, let me give you guys a recommendation. If you haven't seen it yet, watch the the President Trump interview oh, by, on Axios on HBO. Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube now. You mm-hmm. watch it on YouTube. Uh, watch it. You know, before you decide that you want to vote for Trump for the for the president again, watch this interview. Yeah. Okay, and tell and tell me you really want that guy to be your president again. Oh yes, yes, please watch that interview. Oh my goodness. And something that they don't talk about enough about that video, the cameraman and the whoever did the lighting did him no favors, man. It is <laughs> nope, nope. I mean, I mean, people should be mentioning that the cameraman or whoever set up the, the 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 way it's shot is trolling Trump, man. Those are not favorable angles, man. You can see the back of his. <laughs> The head is fat and stuff like that. It's from a weird angle. You can see the spray on, uh, and, and also you know, where it doesn't spray on tan. It's, it's it's weird. Oh yeah, like his ears are completely different color from the rest of his yeah. face. It's a weird. Yeah, they 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 really shot him from like these weird grotesque uh, angles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean as he should be shown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. A lot of people are saying like. Props to the interviewer for calling me out on this BS on communication. Uh-huh. And you probably shouldn't use the phrase a lot of people are saying. Because that's what Trump does. A lot of people are saying. <laughs> a lot of people. Say, doing great. Not to mention it. his yeah. facial reactions yeah. towards the president right. when he was showing right. him his yeah. reports. Yeah. He was just like, his face was just so animated. I love it. Yeah. I loved it. Like, he, he, you could not find another. I don't think you can find another 
reporter who would react yeah. so like with such raw emotion on his True. like written all over his mm-hmm. face of confusion like that was amazing I, i'm more reporters should do that when they're, yeah. when they're interviewing this president yeah well what well, jami should have responded when i said a lot of people you should you should have said like like what oh, yeah. people who who <laughs> we're talking about because <laughs> it does yeah. exactly what john the interviewer yeah. did to yeah. trump Oh, uh, and Trump's, oh, books, <laughs> magazines, what TV, books? TV, <laughs> TV, TV, TV show, cameraman, <laughs> cameraman, yeah, 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 yeah. those people, Man, yeah. woman, child. I read, I read books, me read Phone. reports. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and I like how he calls him out on like, like, oh, when, when, when is this gonna happen? You know, like yeah. eventually, like when? Yeah, you know, it will happen. That's a crazy five minute segment. <laughs> he asks him one question. The guy filibusters, but does a bunch of whatever, 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 and then he goes back to it. The guy interview goes back to five minutes. So, so what's the day again? <laughs> like, what are about? Yeah, it's an amazing, it's an amazing interview. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta watch it. Yeah, my the other favorite part is like, hey, uh, what he he wanted credit for 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 the testing, and uh, dude, he was amazing. He's over oh, Trump's going. It's a, it's incredible. We didn't have we didn't have the testing three four years ago when I first took over. The guy's like, why would we have testing for coronavirus three or four years ago? It's a new virus. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus H Christ, yeah, yeah. And of course, a lot of people are are going on park where a lot of people where. where <laughs> Right. See, right? It's, it's contagious. It's contagious. It's like a, it's, it's, it's. Oh, no, anyway. Well, uh, several news outlets <laughs> yeah, yeah, are focusing on the on the part of the interview where where they mentioned how many deaths there are, yeah. and then Trump says it is what it is. It is, yeah. You know, so yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. All Which right. means like, oh, it's gonna happen. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is what it. Hey, man, people f- die. Hey, my advice to you guys, whoever, whatever job you guys are going to tomorrow, whatever. If you do, if you do any kind of screw up, just follow the president's lead. Hey. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. It, it is, is what, what it is. is. It is what it is, man. It's a big deal. You know, the fire, the building burns down. The fire bag goes. Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. What can you do? This was episode three. The George Floyd case. The guy, the cops should go. Hey, man. It is what it is. It is what it, it, is, what it is. is. Okay. Maybe you should stop with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I, I could pull all your segment. Yeah. Jamming, jamming yeah, exactly. said, you know, like George Floyd. You know, yeah. it is what it is. The thing that happened in Beirut, they stored a bunch Careful of nitrate in a warehouse. Be in the future. Yeah. The, Bi- the Beirut warehouse exploded. The warehouse machine goes. Hey, you know what? Hey, it is what it is, man. Hey, I mean, they stored ammonium nitrate yeah. in there because it is what it, it is. is. What it is. <laughs> Twenty-seven thousand tons. Hey, it is what it is, man. And it what is? And what is? Explosion and everything. It is what it is. And what is is. This was episode 330 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Don't get angry, Albert. It is what it is, man. I know you want to cut the episode, but it is what it is. Oh, my God. I'm laughing because it's so tragic. (laughs) And see. Oh, what it is.